Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Embers from a Chimney! Part 2 A Crimson Aid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. The Ancient Sheets, that's right. And I was trying to fashion a sling with them. If I remember right, if there was something about your ability saying that if there were a certain age, you would know the value of it. Yes. Yeah. All right. They have to be more than a century old. They are. In fact, you're pretty certain that they are older than that. Oh, wow. Wow, these sheets, if we find the right buyer, um, they'll make us rich. It's a shame to rip them up, but uh, we may need to. I'm sorry. Uh, well. You recall that, place that drop is about 20 feet. Is there any place to tie the sheets um, up here? The... The walls crumble, so you got to remember this is like it's a cliff face that goes up to the roof, and then there's just a hole in the cliff face, and there used to be a bridge that arched across to the hole and the others. So there is enough rubble abouts that you could you could give it a try. Okay. Is there any loose stones as well? Yeah, there would be. There are some loose stones, because when you guys had jumped the last time, and did the botched up job, you'd knock some loose. You knocked them some, and there'd been a little bit of noise. Okay, so I'm going to try and collect any stones that look sling-like, uh, sling stone-like, um, so small enough to fit in the hand. Sure. But uh, up to fire off, um, and then um, I will rip up some of the sheet to uh, have enough to hopefully craft some sort of uh, temporary sling, and then use the rest of it as a uh, uh, a rope to. Um, throw down to the uh, base and attach it to as a stalactite or such that is close enough that it would work. Okay. Hopefully. So you can give me your sleight of hand check to start fashioning that. You start trying to tear apart and fashion a rope out of these very fancy sheets that could have made you wealthy. Norbert, you watch as he starts trying to tear these, having listened to his idea and his attempt at ripping apart these sheets, it kind of hurts your soul to watch what he's doing with those sheets because he's doing it so poorly. It does. Uh, can I perhaps assist him? And even though I don't have any sewing kits, perhaps just my ability to um, plait the sheets into some kind of stronger rope might help. You can you can do your 
between the two of you guys working together, you guys can give me a sleight of hand check. One one of you can roll, but at advantage as you aid. Do you want me to? By all means. What what are you doing, Nobbit? Like I, I'm trying to to work this uh, sheet into a rope. Uh, it's it's my my ability to. Oh, hang on. A long time ago, uh, I did needlework as a, a relaxing pastime and a bit of knitting, and occasionally did some weaving. A plaiting and that kind of thing. Uh, I've probably got some ability to to help you out here. You? Flicker tilts her head. Yeah, that seems may not be strange. Um, does he actually show show me some hints and tips here? You watch <laughs> in the dark as even though in the dark you watch as his strange-looking hands whip and whirl quite quickly as he knots here pulls there and he helps you and and you guys end up with a a pretty decent looking uh bit of sheets that reach down the 20 feet so you guys will be able to successfully climb down oh what do you know i am impressed <laughs> With water, um, coming through water, then um, then meets the eye with those flippers. And with my invisible mending ability, I think I can put it back together again, and we can still send it, sell it for a fortune. <laughs> we can get it back. Delaker is checking her backpack. If the zoo mushrooms are still in there, and if they're still glowing. You look inside; they are not glowing. You can barely. You can. It's. Just the dim, dim light that's being cast from the mushrooms ahead that give you the only means of being able to see into the crevices of your backpack. She takes one out and feverishly starts picking on it with her beak, trying to eat. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, does that use both bedsheets, by the way, or one? That would have taken both bedsheets, yeah. Okay, so I'll take that out of my inventory. You start picking at the mushroom. Okay. It tastes... disgusting. Does it? Because I've not eaten in days, right? When you don't eat for so long, usually everything tastes acceptable at least. Uh, the, the taste on your tongue, it, it is it is not a pleasant taste. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you still eat it. You do not feel nourished after eating that, though. Yeah. Eventually, she leaves like half the mushroom and then just spills out the other ten. And just... Throws them somewhere in the corner, or lets them lets them roll down the cliff. How many pebbles would I pick up, by the way? D four, please. Okay, so just add that to your collection. 
okay. Um, and uh, with regards to a uh, piece of the um, fabric from the sheets for a sling, does, do I have anything confident or not? You would need Norbert's aid to probably try to do that, but it would take time. Okay. So you take you can take the quasi sheet silk rope, the twenty foot sheet silk rope, and uh, say that's part of your backpack. So you guys successfully manage to slowly and quietly make your way down the rope to the bottom of the tunnel. There's one person that's left. I'm not sure which of you is going to be. Question is, what do you do with... Actually, I should have mentioned this before, but what would you do with that rope that you've got connected to some of the fallen rocks that you've used to scale down? It would have had a loop in the top of it, so we just flick the rope and the loop would come unhinged from the rocks and we'd have the rope and everyone would be down the bottom. <laughs> All right, who's going to give that flick? Fullen walks up, cleverly flicks his wrist, <laughs> Lingardian Leviosa. Wingardium Leviosa, oh, of course. Wingardium <laughs> Very Leviosa, good. gotcha. All right, let's see your... I think this was just going to be a dexterity. <laughs> Unfortunately, you are not able to just flick it off as you whisper these strange words as you do your flicking. I, I, I don't think you tied it right. <laughs> hey, I tied it enough to get us down here. We can't be picky about what we need. Now let's see what's around this corner. Hang on. Catch I'm, me! I'm Flicker just gonna... climbs up again. I'm also just going to remind Fallen to... I mentioned a couple of things in the chat window for you. Oh, I Flicker had that covered with my dad. <laughs> I was, uh, I'm going to climb back up the road. Clicker said she's already doing that. Click, click, uh, yeah, Clicker is already doing that. And she said, catch me. I'm not a good catcher, but I am a good climber. So, Clicker, <laughs> if you're going to climb, uh, actually in dim light, yeah, in dim light, you would need to give me an athletics check to climb. You would have a hard time mm -hmm. climbing. Yeah, but if you... If you jump off, um, by the way, Norbert, no one's going to catch you because you weigh a ton. <laughs> yeah, but he can just go back into his shell, right? He's just going to slide down like a... Like a... Toboggan. Yeah. Toboggan. No need to worry about making noise. See what happens. So you successfully managed to climb back up the rope and... Right. And she doesn't climb all the way up, back up. She just picks the rope while she's holding onto the ledge okay with one hand with one arm and just holding her her body for a moment picks i mean don't do that don't do that don't do that don't do that just loop the rope around the the rock and then you can drop down 10 feet and you've only got to fall 10 feet to the floor and you can let go of one end of the rope once you've done the loop 
Good idea. How tall are you? So she's about one fifty meters, so five feet. So that means you're only going to have a five foot drop to the floor, and I can probably reach oh, up. I'm, I'm lying. Wait, why? Why is she so reach. large? What? Wait a minute here. Hold on. You're going to do loop it around the rock. It's already looped around the rock. That's how you guys climb down. What are you talking about? He's talking about yeah, there was a loop in the end of the rock. There was a loop in the end of the rope, so 20 feet long with yeah. a loop in it. But if we loop the rope around the rock, not using the loop, but just using the rope itself, this, the, this is the, the rock. rope would extend 10 oh, feet down. Oh, okay. All right. So it's, it's no so longer tied. It's just, in, okay, I got you. No longer tied, just loop. So exactly. Instead of having yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just going to do okay. this. So then, so then down 10 yeah. feet, less the height yeah. of the person with their arms yeah. outstretched. I'm five foot eight. I can reach up and catch their feet, even in the dark. <laughs> with the guidance of your companions. Okay. Yeah, that's no, fine. No drop All required. Right. So you manage to recover the rope. All right. I'm back to my uh, inventory. Okay. I sniff my flippers and realize that Clicker's been treading in something really strange and smelly. Has she? What? Uh, wasn't there some shit back there in the dark? No. No, there was no shit. <laughs> All these people trying to force it. I mean, this is realistic, but I mean, we were covered in fey dust, so maybe we didn't Thought we'd have any instruments leave our body. We'd it's a, nat a natural constipation <laughs> material. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was, I was lying just to make sure she's she's about five five feet ten, but she only weighs fifty kilos. So yeah, the bird bones. Just under one hundred twenty pounds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to see you around the corner. Okay, so this is another cavern, so 35 by 15 foot cavern, floor of this cavern is also covered with the small pink bioluminescent bell cap mushrooms that emit the dim light. Uh, from the volume of mushrooms and the light they cast, you're able to see that the cavern continues to the north and also to the east. So let me start revealing stuff. Haven't done this in a while. Reveal, reveal, reveal. Oh, do this. Shift. La -dee -da, -dee da Reveal, 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 reveal. Not seeing anything. There we go. Alright, which way? And Clicker, you recall that previously when you guys were coming down that cavern, you had started entering a rubblish area before Volan called you back, and you had just seen also on the cavern floor to the where the east of where you are now was the remains of another bridge on the ground. Oh, for there is another bridge. So, are you pointing what off to the right? Yes. Uh, what is ahead of us? Sorry. Another path that leads to the north. So that one. So I'm just asking, because um, I know that uh, both you and Volan have been out, um, out and about while we were safe back in the other. Yeah, Clicker is pointing towards the, the east where the other broken bridge is. 
All right, we'll uh, head head that way. You come a Nobit, or are you still up the top there somehow? You also recognize here that in this. Oh, why is there no green light around you and Volan and Norbit? That's weird. Use the mouse wheel, zoom in and out, you'll see it come back. Oh no, I think my map is doing something freaky because I see it back. Yeah, I don't know, something weird going on. Yeah, I get that a bit. So you do notice that as you left the climb down for you where the, the floor here is starting to slightly grade downwards again. And it continues to has a slight grade to the north. So at this point, when you look up inside this chamber, the pink light of the Zura mushrooms doesn't quite get to the ceiling. In other words, you can't see the ceiling. Okay. I'm sure that's fine. All right, I'll keep going. Oh, so you're going to the east then? Okay. That way. Any points? Oh. Bigger's <laughs> going to collect a couple of mushrooms again. Oh, that's the way yeah. Clicker pointed, right? Yep. Yeah. That way. Investigate north. What? what? Clicker said to go this way. There is a broken bridge. I don't know where to go. <sighs> Thor, let's move this way first. I think we have explored that way back before we fell asleep. Which, which way are you suggesting north? He's suggesting, he, he's pointing, like he's trying to direct us to go north rather than east. All right, All right. I'll go north. So once more, you start guiding your companions down the passageway, and once more, as you start exiting this cavern, the light starts to, the light of the mushroom starts to dim once more. And let me reveal. That click has got some mushrooms now, doesn't he? He's made a nice little mm -hmm. glowing mushroom necklace. Yeah. Okay. As you continue moving north along the passageway it gets narrower so it's only five five feet and it curves more to the northeast the cavern floor continues to descend it gets a little bit more rougher creating rough terrain the bioluminescent from behind starts to fade but it's soon replaced by another glow that comes from further ahead careful it looks a little unsteady uh, up here and uh, um, it's still heading downwards so just uh, watch it I'll travel in I should say though that Thorn you and Volan would have been able to see the ceiling with your dark vision so as you continue going ahead you do notice that ahead of you spanning across this section of the tunnel you see Roughly looks like maybe 40 feet up. There's another bridge. Well, that's interesting, but uh, I don't think we can reach that bridge. Let's keep going. Roland, how a clicker? No, but they follow. <laughs> I, 
Are you guys coming? <laughs> We're working on it. It's dark. Click it's got a little glowy mushroom um, torch thing. So the soft glow continues from up ahead, and let me reveal. The cavern opens to another spot, it's about 25 feet by 40 feet. The floor here is also covered in the bell cap mushrooms. From this volume, you're able to see that this, this cavern narrows sharply to the north and south, but the light is unable to pierce the darkness to the ceiling above. That being said, to the northwest side of the cavern, under the blanket of mushrooms appears to be rougher ground, but a couple of ledges can be seen. Can we see this? Can I see the ceiling? Yes, you can. Uh, with my uh, duck. You see that the ceiling looks almost close to about 50 feet up there. Okay. Is it covered in bats, um, ready to attack? No. <laughs> They're all invisible. Okay. Um, is there any uh, recognizable exit here? You can see that the ledges go there's a couple of ledges on that northwest side but you are you know with by the angle you can't quite see if there's something up there or not all right um you are able to see that that first ledge there right where volan is looks about 10 feet high hey volan can you give me a bit of a jimmy up so i can have a look around this you also the two of you guys Thorn and Clicker, something slightly odd about the rubble on the ground of where you're at right now. What's odd about it? Give me an intelligence check. Is it actually uh, flesh? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> you're able to determine that with that 17, you're able to determine that this rubble is structured and it looks like structure that had fallen from up above very clearly made by human hands or humanoid hands so that first ledge is roughly 10 feet up the second ledge looks like it's another 10 feet above that yeah so volan volan kind of like lowers his shoulder tries to give him a shimmy upward The whole circuit's definitely not hands and up on three shoulders. All the while going. Doo, 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 doo. And when you make, as soon as you start humming, strangely, the acoustics of this area, the sound seems to reverberate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so you, Volan helps you up onto that first ledge. Okay. And then what? Can I see anything, or is it still... Um... There's another ledge 10 feet above you again. From there, you can see above that, there is another ledge that looks like there is an opening of sorts. It's probably another 9 feet above that, so 
19 feet above your head. Can I find uh, anywhere to attach the silken rope? From where you are there? No. Right. Hmm. Um, but you could reach down from kneeling and you'd be able to touch Volan's hands. Yeah, I'm not super strong though. Um, alright. Um, how about uh, we get a Clicker up here as well and then we can try and pull Volan. Okay. Yeah. So Volan, you would have no no difficulty really aiding Clicker to get up there. I mean, you're not the strongest guy in the in the world, but Clicker could readily scramble up, yeah. All right. Clicker is looking up. There is some some excitement on on her face, and her her beak's just standing open, and she's starting to make clicking noises as she start, starts to scramble up. All right, Clicker. Just remember. You and you and Norbit can only see. I mean, you've got the the mushrooms in your hand, but from where you are, the glow of that mushrooms doesn't go above like a, a twenty foot. It's like the maximum height it reaches. Let me uh, help me with uh, Volan. See if we can get him up. She nods. All right, we're gonna and try and pull to click. Up. Okay, you guys can give me. One of you can. Athletics at advantage. Help me add that advantage because I'm going to need it. He's doing the athletics. Oh, look, I didn't even need it. God. <laughs> wasn't Well, okay, I guess that works <laughs> from your perspective is pulling yourself up. I was going to get down, but either which way it works both ways. Oh. So they managed to successfully leverage and pull themselves up and do it relatively quietly too. Norit remains below. All right, Bolin, uh, try and get me up the top here and see if there's anything else. Lowers her shoulder again. Same process. They're experienced now. Okay. How high is this Is it another 10 feet up? Yeah, that's another 10 feet up. So the last ledge is just 9 feet, and you can clearly see now that it looks like it opens up into a cavern, perhaps a room. Okay. Can I see anywhere to attach the uh, rope? From where you are, you can see that if you got up to that last ledge, yes. All right. I think I found a, um, a leverage point for the rope. Just hold on a minute, and I'll uh, loop it around and then uh, fling it down. Okay, sorry. I was, I was reading. I, I needed to remember what the hell. <laughs> what were you going to do? You were going to crawl up that remaining nine feet yeah well i guess i'm looking for uh, a leverage point for the rope i thought i was already at the top but um no no you so you got to the first 10 foot ledge there was another 10 foot ledge above that which is where you're at and nine feet above you there is the last ledge that nine feet oh okay all right well we can follow the same process get clicker up then pull the one up or um something at this point, there would only be enough space for two of you on that ledge, that ledge above Volan. Hey, look, let's get Clicker up, and then uh, I can get uh, possibly Clicker up to uh, the highest point, and he can uh, attach the rope. 
Okay. Yeah. So you guys manage to get Clicker up to join you on that ledge. And you're going to try to lift Clicker yourself then? Is yep. that right, Thorn? Yeah. All right, so I'd like you to give me an athletics check. I'll pass in the rope before I do that. Okay, of course. All right, I'm doing athletics? Yep. In the tower or outside? No, this because it's physical. It's absolutely outside. Ooh, it's a nine. Nine. How much does Clicker weigh again? At least two pounds. <laughs> Not a lot. 120. Less than 120 pounds. 117. Well, that's her body weight. She does have a bit of equipment, so total would be... Uh, less... You are really, really, really struggling to do this, Thorn. You do manage to do it, but her foot slips and smacks you in the face. You take one bludgeoning damage. Ah! Sorry! Damn it, Clicker. But you do manage to get her up to a point where she can start tying the ropes. So, Clicker, give me your sleight of hand check. Okay, yep. You manage to secure the rope securely and scramble up the rest of the way into the blackness. You can't see shit up there. Ah, well, no, sorry, you've got your... Your doodads with you, don't you? He's mushroom. Yep. And I'll scamper up the rope um, soon enough as it, as it comes down. So now i got to finish reading what goes on in that rope room. So yes, you were able to scamper up as well with the rope there. Looks good. Head up, guys. My turn. As you get up, you see that uh, Thorn has a, a bloodied lip. So how are, how are you guys going to get Norbit up now? He's just going to climb up the rope on his own. There's a rope. It's a 20-foot rope. Do the math on how high that is. That's 39 feet. Okay, uh, well. Tie it off a bit lower, guys, and then do the whole thing again. How about you try and climb up the first part? Uh, you said okay. you were a good climber. I am. Let me give it a shot. Okay. Give me your athletics check. Yeah, you managed to successfully get up to that first part. So you guys are able to climb the rest of the way up. Okay. The walls of this room are lined with shelves that reach up to just below the ceiling that's eight feet overhead. Except near the southeast corner of the room where everything lies in ruins. The floor on that southeast corner is clearly missing because that's how you got in. All our equipment, right? Sorry, what was the question? What's on the shelves? All our equipment? <laughs> the shelves are empty. <laughs> Aww. Ah. Whatever had been there, there's absolutely no trace of anything that had been on those shelves. Is there a door to the left? We search the room from top to bottom in the darkness. Yes, there is a wooden door to the left. What's that, Norbit? Searching the room from top to bottom in the darkness. You find nothing. The glow, glow of the mushroom. Um, I'll have a look at the door, see if we can open it. Okay. The door reminds you of some of the other doors that you'd found earlier on, what seems like ages ago, when you first come into this cap, this, um, this stone-shaped section. 
Do you need a history check to remember? Which means, yes, they open easily. Which means when you touched it, it turns to dust. Ah, oh, good. I flick the dust at Norbert. <laughs> All right. I don't see it coming and sneeze when it hits me. Okay. Stretching in front of you, you see a small hallway, and then you can see that it branches off to the south, at which point you can see the bridge. And there is a door at the end of the hallway. It is a stone door. I try and touch the door. It feels like good stone. It's like the walls, it's shaped. It doesn't, it doesn't turn to dust. What? What, what is this? All right. Can I, it, is the door locked or uh, unlocked? Can I you push can it open? Uh, try your hand at the handle if you like. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. And a thousand tiny needles. No, uh, it's locked. All right. Um, this door seems to be locked. Uh, do we have a key or anywhere unlocked? Well, we did have the keys we picked up earlier. Who's got those keys? Flicker approaches the door and try. You try one of the keys? There was one key that was used and one that was not used before, right? So she's trying the unused one. The one with... Four? There was four keys. You used two of them to the south. Oh. Four keys. Uh-huh. Because I only have two wooden keys in my inventory. That's interesting. Look a little more closely. Ooh. Okay. She's going to try the two. Did, are they even marked? Could you see the northeast on it? Do you guys remember what you did to, to figure it out? It was like no. six episodes ago or something. You spun the keys on the floor. Right, and they showed southeast and northeast. So she's gonna she's gonna try the northeastern one because she has marked those with with her beak by picking into them. Okay. Now there there are marks on the keys, so she knows now. Uh, did I not? What did I do? Oh yeah. There's nothing hidden about the keys. There's no hidden text. Yeah, okay. So you try of the two remaining keys, you try the first one you try, it does not work. The second one you try, you hear the very familiar and I don't know what that sound is like to you when you hear that sound, but you hear it. You know it. And the door opens. When Clicker starts clicking again, there is now no mistaking that the clicking sounds she imitates is clearly the sound of a lock opening. Oh, you guys couldn't have known that. Jeez. Volan, like, his whole life is kind of complete now. <laughs> <laughs> this realization. 
I feel that's, a sudden that's what I calmness feel like. coming over my life, and all of <laughs> the world is revealed to me. That's what I feel like whenever there's any any sort of mystery un uncovered in, a, in an RPG, because I'm so bad at unveiling mysteries. Oh, that, just, that is the greatest oh, yeah. character reveal I've ever experienced. <laughs> <laughs> the room is 15 foot by 10 foot. Along the north wall is an oddly shaped stone ledge that rises two and a half feet off the ground. On the south wall, the southwest side, is a stone shaped stone shelf that is four feet off the ground. On the southeast side is another shelf that is three feet off the ground. On this lower shelf is a glass pitcher and some cups that sit on a tray. What's at the very end? Is that another wooden door? No, in this 15 by 10 foot room in front of you. And yes, there's another door there. Is it wooden? No. Oh, okay. Is it stone? Can't see perfectly from where you are. What do you mean? I can see 60 feet. Yeah, but not... You can see that it's stone. And as you get closer, you see that it's reinforced stone. Ah, okay. Is there anything other than the notable pitcher and glasses on these shelves? No. Based on your time in the hidden room, you gather that the two and a half foot ledge on the north is, is a chair. And when you come into this room, Thorn, you are fairly certain that this is some form of a waiting room or a reception room. How many cups are there? I'm putting them into the party sheet. Six. Whoa. Does the pitcher actually have water in it? It does not. Oh. I touched the wooden tray. Does it? Does it uh, disintegrate? It does not. What? That can't happen. When you look at it, you can tell that this wood is shaped wood as well, similar to the keys. Well, this is a bit of a pickle. Uh, I feel like this is a, a waiting room of some sort, but let's see if we can find out what this uh, door to the left is. I'm going to sit down on one of the comfy chairs. Just one comfy chair, and yes, it is very comfy. To the west is a 15 by 5 foot corridor that leads to that sealed and reinforced door. The walls of the corridor are lined in ancient glyphs. Ooh, okay. Can I read them? Uh, what languages do you speak? Um, common, Dwarvish, Infernal. Give me an... Uh. A check that might be related to your archaeological studies. Well, I also, mean, if I can... Oh, oh go on. Sorry. I was going to say... Oh, say... Can... oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I'll go first. Shut up. I'll go first. Um, I do have comprehend languages, so I can sit down for ten minutes and uh, and uh, then read the lang the glyphs. If what about the other guys? What what languages does everybody else speak? Uh, because I leveled up, I can read all writing. Ah, okay. Which I did note in my character sheet. <laughs> Please take. All right. <laughs> so you can read all writing. You can read all writing, but you can't understand all languages. 
Well, that's verbally. true. I cannot verbally. Yes. Okay, you are readily able to tell that the glyphs on the wall are ancient sylvan. And for some reason, I have this. Why do I have that there? What am I doing? Okay. Oh, I see what I did there. Okay. There are ancient sylvan etchings that have been shaped into the walls. And looking at it, you can tell that this corridor is like a protocol that explains the purpose of this facility. Pretty much like an instruction manual that describes the scope of works for the scientists that would work here. And reading into that, you gather that these are clearly Fey scientists, but it's very strange. The court that it mentions, you've never heard of this court before, and you, you have to recheck a couple of times to be sure that you read that right, but it mentions something of a starlight court. And the facility was used to study and observe humanoids that were starting to flourish in the world. It tells that one teleport room was designed to create a one-way dimensional door that would be used to bait and then trap humanoids in the facility. They would then be cleaned and brought to a room called the Salon of Prophecy for study. The protocol describes how these Starlight Fae were only to wear these special white clean onesie uniforms and to be on the lookout for any humanoids with the head or mask of an ibis or a stork. So their interactions with the humanoids were in the purpose of studying very clearly certain humanoids something about humanoids that were getting really powerful and were starting to challenge the Titans. Titans? Like Titans specifically? Yep. Uh, okay, I probably should note this down. <laughs> uh, okay, you see Volan kind of just like reading this thing. And like his face is like, he gets like confused. And... He starts describing a little bit of it. I think they tested people here. The Fae. Uh, they, they trapped people. They... The Starlight Fae? I've never heard of. Uh, I, does, is there any indication what's behind this door from these runes? It indicates that behind that door is another teleportation room for entrance into the facility. And give me a perception check, uh, Thorn. Perception, okay. In the tail? No, it's fine. Don't you open. You recognize, as, as Volan is explaining some of this to you, you recognize another glyph kind of a very specific glyph amongst all the multitude. And you're a little bit surprised to see it. You recognize from something you'd heard ages ago, it's the glyph for what I just whispered to you. What? What? Can I see it on the, the actual walls here? Yep. Right. So as soon as I see that glyph, I um, go, Okay, I need to uh, prepare something. And I sit down for 10 minutes. 
and uh, I prepare comprehend languages. Okay. And then um, I start reading, seeing if I can read anything more into this. So, you would understand the same thing that he did. Okay. Um, there might be something here that uh, helps with my research. We should definitely see if we can get through this. Deep down, you wish you had some parchment that you could copy some of this down and take back to that librarium that you remember spending time in ages ago. How white is uh, Volan's back and, and clear? How white is Volan's back? Did and you just add my color? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, so I can use it as parchment. <laughs> Let me use this rock and chisel this into your back. <laughs> I've got a shell that's pretty good at that. If you inscribe this into Volan's back, I'm confident that it would be the equivalent of some ritual that'll cause the doom of the world. <laughs> some prophecy. Or, or at least your doom. <laughs> okay. okay. Or I think we need to focus on getting out of here. No, no, I need to find this out. Well, uh, damn it. Where's my tools when I need them? Okay. Um, I I'm trying to focus. How do we get through this door? Well, Volan turns around and tries the obvious thing and just tries opening it. It is locked. I sort of grab click it by the shoulder. You can open it, can't you? Yeah, you can. Tell me you can. You can push to talk? Is this for impossible? You there, Clicker? Uh, have I... What have I missed? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think he passed out. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely blanked out. So sorry. Thorn was super excited to see if you had the last key to potentially open this yes. door that's locked yes. in front of... Yes, she she comes forward, forward again and uses the last northeastern key that has not been fitting into the other door. You use the key and... You hear that clicking sound again, that satisfaction. It swings open inwards towards you guys. And the clicking keeps going. Yes. I clicker. In here. I sort of race past clicker into the room. It's such a satisfying click now. One second. On opening the door, you notice a rippling surface. What light there is shimmers off the surface. You, you only mentioned we're hungry, but we're probably also thirsty, are we not? Or did the potions help with that feeling? No, they certainly did not. Okay. Flicker <laughs> rushes forward and takes a dive. <laughs> the, the, potion, the, the potion probably depends. Like, if you shrunk, then your hunger is reduced. But when you go back to normal, it's in luck. All right. Clicker dives into this watery... She only drops the backpack on, on her way there and then takes a dive. She drops her backpack and she dives into this room that is filled with water that does not come back out into the corridor. You can kind of see her attenuate, but she dives such that it's deep enough that she disappears 
into the dark that you can't see her anymore. And I think we will leave it there. Hmm. I mean, I have all the incentive in the world to follow her, but... Uh... Yeah. We'll tackle that monument when next we get together, eh? Do I have to roll up a new character then? <laughs> Why would you need to do that? You guys just got to level two. <laughs> From level one to level one to level six to level two. <laughs> We're moving in a direction. And yet we still have no equipment. <laughs> no, you still You're have right. no equipment. But you finally found the teleport room. Holy cow. How, did You know what's funny? Because I look at this map... And I'm like, you know, if we would have went right instead of straight, <laughs> we probably would have got here so much, so much sooner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn, the Tiefling Bard. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib, or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard... Please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.